Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Varied, robust debate is always constructive. So whichever side of the GA debate in Cork, whichever option for the new championship structure you preferred, the most important thing I felt this week, having been at the two Cork County Board meetings, was that there was a nice, robust debate. Um, the executive presented a series of options. Obviously, one was more controversial than the other. The clubs went away. They came back last night for discussion. What I did find at the meeting is there was some anger at the fact that it was only a week to discuss. The clubs asked at several stages to the executive, what's the rush? Why do we have to make this decision tonight? There was, ano- there was a- another level of anger too, almost uh, how dare you suggest that we play county championship matches without our star players. Out of the question, a disgrace, that's the type of language that was used. But all told, I think it's been a very good week for Cork GA. From 2020, they're going to have a complete new championship format for hurling and for football. Four grades, 12 teams in each grade. So the grades are all slimmed down, which obviously means better quality. They've turned it into a league format. Minimum now three games and they have the cut and thrust of relegation reintroduced. That's one up, one down. Ultimately, when over 220 delegates got to vote on Tuesday night on these proposals, 61% of them went for option A, which is one championship game in April, two more in August in a four-team group. An interesting sidebar though. Almost 25% of the delegates in the room voted for option C. That's the one, remember, that was two six-team groups, five championship games spread all the way through from April to August. The kicker being the second and third of those games you had to play without your inter-county stars. Now, there was a dilution of the importance in the sense of for the first Fourth and fifth games, you get four points for a win. For the games without your inter-county players, you got two points for a win. I must admit, I personally had an issue with that because I feel that if you win a county championship game without your star players, I think that's a bigger achievement than winning it with your county county players. And yes, you're only getting half the points. Either way... Changes in the offing, I believe it's good change for Cork GA. I think they have a new championship structure in 2020. I think they have now a new championship format in 2020. And I think Cork GA, both at grassroots and at inter-county level, will be the beneficiaries. But it's not really important what I think. It's important what the delegates think. And as well, the chief executive, Kevin O'Donovan, and the chairperson of Cork County Board, Tracy Kennedy. I spoke to them after the meeting 
about the debate and the decisions. I think the process worked. I think clubs engaged. I think their members spoke. Delighted about the process. The outcome, delighted as well. I had no dog in the race. I was happy with all proposals. Clearly a desire to play the one game in April. Clearly a desire to have inter-county players available for all club championship games. But a little signal with the almost quarter vote that went to see that people are not fully happy with the with the world we're constrained in and a huge appetite for summer games. Mm-hmm. Now, playing those without inter-county table players is off the table, but maybe there's a need for us to look at our leagues now and provide those games through some other format because across all A, B and C there was a huge desire for summer games. Mm. Before we get into the intricacies tonight, though, I, I think one important thing shouldn't be overlooked and that it's the fact that at the foundation level there has been change already. We're talking about new structures, groups. So do you feel that the county championship from 2020 onwards is an improved product already? Yeah, 100%. And we take that for granted, yes, of course. But the core elements of more competitive championships, relegation, group formats giving greater certainty to clubs with regard to their fixtures, those were all our non-negotiables, you know. So whatever format we brought, those were going to be part of it because the message coming back is too strong to ignore. Mm-hmm. So delighted with that. And I suppose what we were trying to do with that is take one bound to catch up with what is standard practice in other counties, competitive with the relegation, and then give you an option for clubs to take, doing to take two bounds. And they said one bound is enough yeah. for now. Tracy, would you think, and I mean, just as Kevin is saying there, would you think that possibly just... At this moment in time, the radical option of playing two championship games without inter-county players was just too much for delegates and clubs to swallow. Well, it seemed to be from the views expressed here tonight it, that obviously is the case. You know that it was a, an issue for some clubs, and I suppose any of us who saw that proposal when we saw it first, we probably all had reservations about it. No, I know my own club were in favour of it, and when I thought about it myself, it probably would have been the one I favoured myself because what I hear from players wherever I go is that they want to play games in the summer you know, and I understand that, of course they do it's, it's the time of the year where everybody wants to be playing games but you know, change is, is difficult at times and when you're talking about a very fundamental change like that it's, it's not something that's easy for people but I think what's really important here is that people talked about it mm. people debated it, people considered it mm. and even if they considered it to write it off, to say no, to say that's ridiculous they did talk about it mm, no. and it's been put out there now and you know the box is open. Yeah, and there has been progress. I think everybody would agree there had been progress. The one, obviously, you know, every time you've progressed, there's a little but always at the end of it. And I suppose the but I would say here is we still will have a summer, though, without county championship action for a large swathe of the county of Cork. Oh, listen, we haven't solved all the problems by any manner of means. The, you know, that hasn't happened. What we have, we hope, is an improvement on what we had. That's what we were aiming for, an improvement. So we should have more competitive championship because we have smaller competitions, the 12 teams. That, that's also a quite a big change. Um, and we have group formats, which, as Kevin said, should lead to greater certainty for our players. These are the things they want. But other than that, there's one extra game as well, you know, in terms of the, the group stages. But other than that, it's not a massive change from what we have now. Mm. So we are still going to have the issue of an empty summer. And that's where the challenge now is for us and for the clubs to come up with a solution to use that empty summer. I think we would, it, it's been discussed and I know I've talked to you about it as well, we'd love a situation where 
the clubs took our leagues more seriously. We've been striving to achieve that, and I think we've again made some changes this year. Kevin has brought in some changes this year in terms of increasing the incentive to play games. And I suppose we hope now that that gap can be used in a meaningful way mm. in relation to our leagues. But that's our challenge now. Kevin, I, I didn't actually hear it articulated word for word tonight, but a view I have heard and has been articulated by many other people during the week was that we still don't have a situation now where the tail is wagging the dog, that you have 3% of players dictating to 97% of players, and it would seem that at a time when the GA should be looking at the primacy of the club player, we're reasserting the importance of the inter-county player in the club setup. Yeah, and but to be fair, the primacy of the club player, I think, was on everyone's agenda. So whoever voted for A, B, or C or any option, I genuinely think that that's they were they were they were thinking. But we have constrained choices. We didn't have the option to put five games across the summer with inter-counties on the table. We have to be realistic that the inter-county program is there. But there is definitely a mandate in Cork to consider how they vote on future inter-county championship proposals because that message is there and it was the one unifying element of the campaign mm. is that everybody would like club championship games in Cork with county players available. Mm. That was unifying. Everyone believed that. We put out a constrained choice because we're living in a constrained world but when Super 8s and other formats at inter-county level come up for debate, Cork were against them previously, trying to defend the space for club players. I think there's a real mandate now that, yeah, people want to look and give the club player his shot. Not easy. But I think one thing I know about the vote is what a low vote B got, and B would be standard practice in a lot of counties, wait until the county team are finished. Mm. I think, as you've discussed over the last week, the nuances in the Cork Championship means that for us to wait that long would be detrimental. So I think that, was, that, that one is off the table for a long time. Mm. little message out there about summer games. Everybody wants summer games, but they want them with the county players. And I think that's where the, I suppose, the value of the consultation process came in as well. Because if you had asked me, just on the basis of things I was hearing anecdotally, if you'd asked me six months ago, I'd have said everyone wants B. Because I was, that was what we were hearing initially, that they didn't like the game in April and so on. But when the lads undertook the full consultation process, it became clear that while there was a significant group who liked the idea of not starting till April. Actually, that wasn't everybody, and it wasn't even half of the people. So that just shows, I think, the value of the process that we went through. Because if we hadn't consulted as widely as we did, there was a risk maybe that A mightn't have been on the table at all. So that's where the, all that comes in into its own. Two more questions. One for you, Tracy. You more than most, and Kevin as well, have been doing a lot of firefighting for Cork GAA in the last three to four months. I suppose it's almost nice to be involved in this type of a progressive debate, and as Kevin said last week, whichever way it fell, it was fine, but Cork GA has been on everybody's lips this week, and it's been for a positive reason. Yeah, and why did we all get involved in the GA? Because we love the games. That's what it's all about for all of us. So I fight morning, noon and night when it comes to championships and players and games. And it has been energising, uh, to be honest. It's been energising to hear all this debate going on and to have people focusing on what is actually our core business. That's mm. been fantastic. The nuts and bolts, Kevin. Because uh, I know this is the kind of stuff that keeps you awake at night. You love it. The grading. There's an awful lot of clubs are obviously going to be listening to this today. And they're not in the Elite 12 and they mightn't even be in the Second 12. And they're wondering to themselves, where are we going to be fixed in 2020 or where are we going to be fixed in 2021? Could you just give me 
uh, a little summary of the decision tonight on the grading system for the next couple of years. Yeah, the decision on the grading was to choose performances this year along with some element of performances from the last three years, as opposed to just going on 2019 championship performance alone. So the nuance on that is, is that by performing in the field of play this year, clubs can get to the level they want to. But if they get a bad draw, if things go wrong this year, there will be a number of places at various grades. It's very detailed. It changes from grade to grade depending on where the numbers are falling. But it does recognise their performances for the last three years in championship. Let no one be in any doubt that it is all on the field of play. Mm. Hard-fought championship games where they might have won a, rel uh, uh, a relegation playoff, where they might have scrubbed through a first round. The grading option that was passed tonight gives some recognition of that. But clubs need have no fear if they go out and deliver the goods in the field this year, yeah. they'll get to the grade they want to yeah, get Yeah, but to. you did put it well there uh, and when you were talking about the, the anomaly of a club who might be, say, in Premier Intermediate last year or this year, got relegated back to the other ones while the clubs, the other clubs would have been in a division below. You likened it to a leaving cert higher and lower paper. Yeah, well, I think if you if you had wins in, in, in the higher grade, in the honours grade, and you're now in the past class, I still think recognition should be given to that, and we try to do that in the point system. Now, the point system will still be down to CCC, having taken in the 2019 results have to kick into that as well, so it's very nuanced. But all we are simply trying to do is find a fair way to have the best teams in the high grades next year, because that will help everybody. It will help every team in Cork to be in the appropriate grade. That's all we're trying to achieve. We're not trying to put anyone up or put anyone down, but if you're in the right grade, then you have hope. Kevin, Tracy, thanks a million. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.